Welcome to the Crimson Circle, to our monthly meeting here for Chambra all over the world. We have a live audience, a really wonderful live audience. We have special guests. We have Yoham here to support us in music and do beauty beyond words. And of course, Jeffrey Hoppy, daring to channel Adamas Saint-Germain. <laughs> yeah, we'll see later. <laughs> so, are you ready for that? Yes. Thank you, thank you. Well, if we're really ready for that, then it sounds to me like it's time for us to do that, as Adamas says, that good deep breath, mm. that deep and conscious breath. So, once again, whether you're listening from the Crimson Circle or watching from the Crimson Circle, or you might even be listening on BTR, everyone, please join us in that deep and conscious breath. Take a good deep breath. Open and allow. Let the energy flow fully through you. Breathe, honoring all that you are. Breathe the master that you are. Breathe deep, feeling and allowing, opening your senses. And the music's going to play as we invite Adamas in. And I invite you to breathe the music and feel the music with all your senses, human and divine. So breathe. Breathe deeply and allowing. Breathe.
Adamus of Sovereign Domain. Welcome, everybody. Ah, back in the homeroom, and as it would be, without even having to effort it, without having to even think about it or say a word, my coffee awaits. Thank you, dear Sandra. Ah, you see. Yeah, I missed you in Germany. Uh, Maria was vying for your job, and she did an outstanding job, but, but thank you. Thank you. Mm. I am here. What a great way for masters to greet each other. I am here. Uh, typically, humans, uh, when they encounter each other on the street or when you see each other here at the Shouds, it's, Hey, how you doing? Okay, how are you? How about, I am here. I'm present. Uh, what a gift to yourself and to the person that you're greeting. I am here. None of this macchio, I'm doing okay. But so, Master, I am here. Master, I am 
we're both here. You see, it's that simple. It's presence. Presence. Presence is, oh, such a, such a key. You know how many people are not really present? You know, I mean, you see the glaze in their eyes? Uh, they, they, might, they might be physically there, but they're not energetically there. I am here. Announces that you're here, that you're present, that you are aware. What a beautiful, what a beautiful greeting, at least if you don't want to do it with other people, at least between Chambra. I am here. Means I'm giving you my attention. I am in my presence. I am with you. I am here. Ah, let's take a good deep breath with that. So today is going to be uh, a shout in three parts. We're going to change it just a little. It's our last shout in this Walk On series. We're walking on from walking on. <laughs> and as I talked about in uh, Munich recently, it's gone so fast this year. It, even for me, even for some of the Masters, gone so fast. But today we, we wrap it up. Uh, we'll tie up some loose ends energetically. We're going to have three parts with three different mirabs, one for each part. Or we could just do one long mirab. I don't have to say hardly a word. Music with dear Gerhard and Anat, and that's it. But I'll talk. But I'll talk. Speaking of talking, in all of my years of having channelers under the name of Saint Germain, all my years I've never asked a channeler before to channel four entities in a single day, ever. Now, I have to say, I had to stay fairly close by with uh, dear Linda and Calder energetically, because it can kind of affect uh, the mind, the body, going through that much energy in that short of a period of time. But uh, I do believe um, they did an admirable job in bringing in all those different energies on one day. Beautiful. So thank you for the one-hand applause <laughs> from Edith. Thank you. And, and Edith, I did miss you. I did miss you. Yeah, did you, you miss me too? I am here. I am here. Thank you so much. Thank you. So um, today, three, three acts, three different segments in this, and then we wrap it up. We start with our new series next month called the Transhuman Series. It's going to um, oh shake a few uh, trees, rattle a few cages at the zoo. It's going to ring a few bells, even among Chambra. It's a, I guess you would say, somewhat controversial word. Not always, usually, but not always controversial. But if you look up the definition, the current definition of the transhumanism, uh, you're going to see that what we're doing is similar in some ways and very, very different in other ways. Transhumanism is a movement um, – it's not a very big movement, but uh, it's a movement on the planet to basically become immortal using technology, to go beyond the human condition. Not such a bad idea uh, to go beyond the human condition, because there is a deep sense with people all over the planet that this biology, uh, this template of, of a body and a mind, has been going 
pretty much like it is now for a million or so years. There was a lot of altercations that were done in Atlantis, but it was for conformity, not for sovereignty. It was to make everybody about the same size, generally about the same mental capacity, generally about the same uh, amount of um, years in their lifetime. It, it's time for all that to change. Uh, natural evolution is actually not doing it. Actually, mass consciousness, uh, the gravity of mass consciousness, is holding back the natural evolution of the human being. That suction created from uh, basically thoughts that are now in the cloud uh, surrounding the energy of the planet, that are literally keeping humans from going into the other realms in their dream state now, holding them and suppressing them in this zoo. Uh, it's caused the body and the mind not to change much. Basically the same type of body, basically the same patterns of the mind that you had back in Atlantis, that you had forty or fifty lifetimes ago, and humans still have that. There is a deep desire to go beyond that, to evolve it, but how? How? Uh, medicine, science don't really do much ultimately for the body or the mind. So there, there are some who say technology is going to do it, a and it will to a large extent, at least for the body. The focus of transhumanism on the planet right now has to deal primarily with the body. Some would argue that, and they'd say, well, there's a lot of uh, thought going to the mind. Well, that's the problem. A lot of uh, potential effort with technology that's going to the mind, but there is a deep caution there. There are those who say that uh, you're going to have implants in the mind that will give you the capability of uh, what would now be considered a supercomputer, would give you instant access, an implant into your, into your brain, connected to your brain, that would give you instant access to everything that you have on your computer, instantly. And again, these are not um, science fiction dreams that I'm talking about. These are being worked on in the laboratories right now. But the question I have, is that really, is that really evolving the mind? Or is that just making a bigger zoo? Is that not just adding on to the current zoo of the mind? I've deliberately chosen this next series to be called Transhuman to uh, give you thought, to give you ponder, uh, to, to maybe shake you up a little bit, and to cause others to wonder what the hell is going on with this group. <laughs> Underneath transhuman means the transition of the human self, but not just with technology, not just uh, making yourselves potentially immortal. I, I don't think you'd want that anyway. I know, I know instead of focusing on immortality, in our transhumanness, we're going to go beyond death itself. You know, when one works on being immortal, there is still an innate fear of death. Uh, they're trying to defy death. We're simply going to go beyond death. Uh, as I talked about in some of our recent workshops, there actually is no death. It's as big of an illusion as power. It's as big as a lie as God. Uh, now, I know there are those who will 
adamantly deny it as they bring me to the cemetery to show me <laughs> all the dead ones. But there actually is no death. There is a transition from the human biological and uh, intellectual state of being. There's a transition. Once you realize that, that there's actually not a death, then you realize that, uh, first of all, you can transition by choice, not by disease. And secondly, you can extend your uh, human stay, if you want, through technology and medicine and a few other things, if you want. Or you can choose to come back very consciously, to leave consciously and to come back consciously, and not in the old birth process, not, not by having to die, forget about who you were, come back, be born into the body of a little baby who's very vulnerable to disease and energies of the parents and everything else, but to consciously come back however you want. Do it like Tobias, the shell body. Do it actually in a printed body. Yeah. Do it in a variety of different ways. That's where we're going to go with the Transhuman series. We are transitioning. We are naturally evolving the human body and, and the mind. We're doing it without uh, drugs, without having to infuse technology, put little bra computers in our brains, uh, or any, anything like that. We're doing it essentially by allowing by seeing the truly greater, uh, the greater dream, the greater picture, and by creating our own reality. Creating your own reality is modern-day witchcraft. <laughs> and pe pe people are going to tell you they're, you're crazy. You can't just create your own reality. You're going to tell yourself even that you're probably crazy. But in fact, indeed, you can. That's where we're going with the Transhuman Series. I'll talk about it a little bit today, how, how re reality, reality is nothing more than consciousness uh, in, in awareness, consciousness in perception, uh, and then all the energies shift and, and uh, accommodate. But people think that reality is there first, and then they come in. They are subject to reality, to external forces. They try at times to make that external force more accommodating to their needs, but they never really change reality. But why not? When you understand what reality is, it's just the, um, it's the composition of energies that are responding to consciousness. So why can't you create whatever reality that you want? As I said, in Munich we had to go through a lot of discussions, a lot of uh, shouts over the years to get to this point, because without really understanding what consciousness is, what the I exist is, without understanding how consciousness uh, affects energy, how nothing exists without consciousness, nothing on this, in this whole universe and the other universes exists without consciousness, it is the core. It is immeasurable. It is invisible, it is powerless, but yet it is the everything. With that understanding, and with the understanding that there's no need for power, uh, there's no need to have to fight for anything in your life, there's no reason to struggle or to effort, 
unless you happen to want to, just be for good old sake, uh, for times, unless you want to. But literally, you can create whatever reality you want by just being conscious. That's it. So I, I again, have deliberately chosen that name for the next series, and I'm deliberately introducing it early. We're going to be doing the Pronost update uh, as soon as um, uh, the construction is cleared here. We're going to be filming it, and I'm going to ask you um, – one of the few times I'm going to ask you to actually really do homework, not just uh, think about it, but I'm going to ask you to, uh, to listen to it at some point earlier than later in the Transhuman series. I'm going to outline a lot of things that I'll also talk about in the Shouds, but I'm going to condense them all together in the Pronost update. Uh, it'll be available sometime. Oh, it'll. Ah, I'm just being told by Gene and Caldra to be ready by the next shout. So, you better get filming quickly. <laughs> oh, maybe that was Linda slipping that in. And I'm going to ask uh, the Crimson Circle to keep it very affordable, uh, so that everybody has access to it. Um, but uh, not just to give it away for free, because there needs to be some sort of um, commitment and exchange on your part. So uh, we'll have that as kind of our foundation uh, for what we're going to be doing. Now, the Pronost update, which is uh, I've scripted already, but we have not yet filmed, is going to be a little frightening in some ways. Uh, it's going to be a little uh, overwhelming to some of you. But gone are the days when you just come here to process, when you come here for some feel-good energy. We're, we're moving on. Uh, we're, we're going into something very, very different. Uh, over the years, we've, we've taken our steps. Over the years, we've invited a lot of people to leave, uh, not, not in a negative way, but they just they didn't want what you want. They weren't ready. And uh, in particular, I was watching for those who were just here here uh, with all of us, uh, trying to find a, a new power tool. And a lot of people do that with religion, spirituality, psychology, uh, what do you call it? personal development. It's personal power crap. Uh, and it, it doesn't work. Uh, it works to an extent, but it's all based on power dynamics. So over the years, a lot of people have been um, shown out the door. Intentionally, so we could get to the point that we're at now. We're going to take a pretty big jump from uh, this walk-on series. Uh, you thought this was a big jump. We're going to be taking a bigger jump into the next series. And as I, as I said, I, I generally don't ask you to do homework. Well, I do, but I know you don't do it. But this, I'm going to ask you, uh, is going to be kind of, um, kind of a baseline for a lot of work that we're going to be doing. So uh, I'm sure you'll keep everybody informed about what's going on. I'm sure you'll let them know through, uh, through your different sources. So let's start the day. First question. Ready? With a microphone? She always acts surprised. Like, microphone? <laughs> Audience? Uh, writing things? Yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, first question. Let's say you're going to print a new business card for yourself. 
uh, for some of you, you've had a lot of business cards. For a few of you, have never had one before. But now you're printing one that really um, identifies your, your life right now. In addition to a nice design that you're going to put on it and your name, you're going to put a title on this business card that kind of defines, that kind of su energetically summarizes you right now. What is your business card going to say? Ha! Hmm. What is your business card going to say? So we'll give you a few moments to think about it. Okay, moments are done. Linda's going to go to the audience and ask. So, dear Edith, uh, what does your business card say right now? What's your title? It just says Edith Proctor Heart Realty. There's not a title like uh, President or uh, Grand uh, Master Realtor? Oh, I forgot. Of course there no is. No wonder. That could make all the energy difference. Uh, Edith Proctor, what? I'm Adamus, Grand Ascended Master. Uh, it's a pretty good title. Grand Ascended Master the Second. You're ascended? <laughs> okay. Other than putting that on your business card, what are you going to put on your business card, Edith? I, I'll put my picture because I'm so young and beautiful. You are. You are. And I'll put my uh, address where my business is. What are you, Edith? What, what, what's that title? I, what's I, your life work? Not, I not just exist, your... and I am that I am. I'm everything. I'm full body consciousness. I'm awareness. I exist. Oh, let's not forget Machio. And Machio. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm getting. She's, not, she's thinking. She's not really feeling. She's uh, trying, to, trying to get me to leave. How about an idea from you? I already know the answer. That's why I asked the question. Well, you I'm want me to reveal it this early on before you yes. hear other people fumble and stumble? Yes. No. Yes. No, I want the suffering. I want the tension. I want the I, okay, I'm just little drama say, here. I'm allowing. You're allowing. Okay. Have what you want on your Don't give that to me. Uh, have what you want on your card. Are you done with her? Yes. Okay. For the time for the time being. Yes. Well, and for all of you watching in well, you think about it. You're, you're just, just don't be lazy and just waiting for everybody here in the studio to answer. What would you put on your business card? Good. Next. Ah, yes. Good morning. Good. What the hell time is it? Yeah. It's morning somewhere. Morning somewhere. Yes. So, um, Joseph? Business card. Business card. Yes. For starters, it's not a business. It's a lifestyle. Okay. Let's just call it your lifestyle card. Master Sounds of freedom. Sounds a little. Master of freedom. Okay. I'm a master of freedom. Are, are, you, are you happy with your level of freedom? Satisfied? Satisfied right now. Yeah. There's something itching, though. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Something Working itching. on the. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's, he is. He's doing fine. But there's something. Something there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, what, what is your title? Master of Freedom? Master of Freedom. I like it. Good. Next. Let's 
Greetings. Greetings. I am here. I am here too. Good. Awesome. What would you put on your business card? Um, master of touch. Master of touch. Mm -hmm. yeah, I like that. Why? Why? Uh, I'm like, a massage therapist. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Why not? yeah. Yeah. And uh, are there any other meanings to that? Master of touch. I mean, it has a nice ring, but doesn't it have multiple levels of meaning? More freedom in the body. Yeah. Giving freedom to someone's body. Yeah. Especially if it's all tensed up. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever absorb their, their junk? Uh, not their junk junk, but uh, it's a, you, know, uh, you use that word in a different way than I've used it in the past. Do you ever absorb their bad energies? You know, I'd like to say no, I don't. No? Yeah, it's just something most, that goes, most goes around uh, in the uh, therapeutic world, but um, there was a time where I used to protect myself, but I, I don't protect myself anymore. Yeah. yeah. I just don't let it bother me. Yeah, touch without protection. Yeah. Um, well, and, <laughs> why not? Yeah. Uh, good. So, uh, That's good. good. Uh, master of touch. Okay. That to me, that has a couple other meanings, like touch as in uh, sensing, touch as in the ability for, for the emotional touch with people, the tenderness with people, goes far beyond just touch. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Master of touch. Had okay. I a good one the other day. Okay. Good. Thank you. Okay, what are you going to put on your lifestyle card? We'll call it from now on. Yes. Do we have two titles? Sure, sure. Yeah, um, eight. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Idea architect. Idea architect. I like that. Idea architect. Good. And then explorer, but it, it's probably more like consciousness explorer. Consciousness explorer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, how are you doing the ar idea architecture? Mostly at night. In Mostly dreams. at night? Yeah, so. In your dreams? Mm -hmm. Okay. Are, are you uh, taking this out and sharing it with people, or is this something just you I your... do share it, but I sound crazy. Um. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, actually, um, no. I have a, a, I, I contend that if that humans so desperately want something different, but they're so afraid because they've been had before, they've been tricked, there's been a lot of gimmicks. So they have that kind of initial resistance, and they'll look, they'll look at you like they're crazy, but inside they really want you to be right. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about what all you are doing right now. And you do look at yourself sometimes as, you know, am I crazy? Uh, you wonder how you're perceived by others, but in fact, there's going to be such a delight when you realize they want you. They really want you to be right. Yeah, even they're going to challenge you. They're going to question you. They may laugh at you, but they absolutely want you to be right, because they're looking for a way out. They're looking for a different path, and they're they're not they're not going to be pushovers. They've been conned so many times. Uh, you know, by, by everything, by religions and spirituality and the New Age and commercials and products and everything else. But they want to know something is true and genuine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Nice title. A couple more. What would you put on your lifestyle card? Oh, I yes. am here. I am here. That's good. Um, no. Oh, I, oh, I get I'm it. Just I, I am here. You. I'm I am here. <laughs> I am here. Yes. Um, trusting the beyond. Trusting the beyond. Okay. 
Truster of the Beyond. Yeah, Truster. I like that. Yeah. How, how has your experience with Beyond been? Um, it's been expanding. Yeah. And backwards and and so that's where that trusting comes in yeah you know i'll give you uh and you're absolutely right i'll give you all a little clue you have no choice but to trust the beyond you you don't i mean uh, the, the, and w why wouldn't you trust it unless you unless you put your power which is an illusion in something else like god or angels or or ascended masters or anything else when it's just you you're going beyond because you're the only one that can do it. You don't have a choice but to trust yourself. And that's scary as hell. And that's as beautiful as anything can be. Mm. It's really scary because you're not used to it. Everything uh, trying to get you to put yourself into something else, a uh, higher institution, a higher entity, a higher anything, mm -hmm. uh, you suddenly realize they can't do it for you. And, and they shouldn't do it for you, you suddenly realize, I can only trust myself in going beyond, in the journeys to the other realms, mm -hmm. in, in this whole concept of time-space and, and the fact that uh, it moves through you. I, you just, it, that's allowing. That is allowing. Uh, you have no choice, and that's the beautiful thing. Uh, or the choice, actually, would be to go back into putting your power into someone or something else. But it is not going to get you where you want to. It's not going to do it for you, and you know that. So thank you. Thank you. One more. One more, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, 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 what are you going to put on your business card? Hi, everybody. Uh, I actually, you sort of just said it. Um, allowing my sovereignty and freedom in parentheses right underneath. Scared shitless all the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. the breath. It's the allowing you know. sovereignty. Parentheses. Uh, scared and excited. Yes, and excited. I, I like thank to you. refine oh, things. Thank scared you. and excited. Take sure, and you all should then. be. Yeah, yeah, you should be, and that's actually kind of fun. Uh, you know, it's most humans are bored, and most of you are not. That's a good thing. It, scared. What did you call it? Uh, she uh, scared shitless. Yeah, okay, all I, the way. I, I wanted you but. to say that bad word, not me. Oh. Scared, <laughs> scared, and, and uh, but excited. It's very exciting. You know, what if? Just imagine for a moment. What if you woke up tomorrow morning and uh, suddenly it's like all of this that you've been doing these years in in your own sovereignty uh, allowing. Let's say suddenly they were taken away from you. And you had to go back to regular life. I'm at the point right now where I have that choice. I'm going on, ah, ah. and it's very to scary. my side. To well, no, I mean, oh, I'll oh, stay oh, uh, here. Yeah, Just yeah. another part of the country. Okay, another part but of the country. I'll, okay. But the thought of staying here, which I've thought of a few times, it's just like could I, I couldn't stay here. Offer something. Uh, as, as you are about to embark on a journey, uh, you will go on the journey. Uh, there are going to be some, uh, some unexpected, <laughs> unexpected twists and turns. Be good with it. But just be good with it. It may not be what you expect, but it's going to be grander. So don't get all in a tiz and call me late at night. Don't get my shorts and a wad no, and go, no, no, Thomas, no, no, where no, are no, you? No, what no, are you? No, no. Thank no, you. I'll just be smiling. 
Thank you. Yeah, but it's Thank all, you. it's all, you know. Sometimes there's an expectation that the, the humans have the things the way things should be, and a lot of times they don't turn out that way. And, and but they forget to open their eyes and say, but actually this turned out a lot better, a lot better. Whew. Thank exciting. goodness I didn't listen to just the limited human self. Good. That's the exciting part. Thank you. Great. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, and that's enough. Thank you. So lifestyle cards. And we can turn these down a little bit. Lifestyle cards. I, I felt into all of your energy, knowing this was our last shout of the series. And, and I came up with a title, actually, all of you can use on your business or lifestyle cards. Are you going to be ready on the board to write this down? Yes, sir. Okay. And I said, I said what are you really doing in your lives right now? Well, what, what's going on with each and every one of you? If you had to summarize it, what's, where are your activities, where are your energy going to, what's your focus on? Uh, and I came up with one word, one word. I went to the Ascended Masters Club and I said, look, look what I, what I discovered. And of course they oohed and odd because you know, I probably had more influence over more Ascended Masters than any other being. But you know, I'm going to stop for a moment and make a point. <laughs> if you can't talk good about yourself and with a smile on your face, uh, nobody's going to. And, and now the, the human is always so uh, tender about, uh, uh, kind of raw and tender about, well, I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't boast about myself. Why not? It's fun. I like doing it. I, I, I'll even embellish the story if I have to a little bit, uh, because you gotta laugh sometime. Humans are used to putting themselves down uh, and, and diminishing themselves. That's not a master. That's not I am here. That's I'm a putz, and it's like I am here. I'm a master. To really talk good about about yourself, do it with a smile. You know, not energetically going after somebody, you know, trying to prove. But it's like, damn, I actually taught – and this is true – I actually taught more humans, uh, took them through the teachings to become Ascended Masters than any other being. And I should get an applause right now. I got a yawn. I got a yawn. <laughs> Mofo is yawning when I said that. Oh. <laughs> Really, really talk good about yourself. Do it first with yourself, just when you're out taking a walk or laying in bed at night. Just make up a fun little story based on, uh, obviously, on truth, but say, you know, I was the best loser of all. <laughs> and that's not my story. That's your story. I, 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 took the, I had the most crooked path to enlightenment. All the rest of these enlightened masters, they had it so easy. I took the crooked path, you know. Talk good about yourself, uh, because now I'm going to reveal to you the title that I think should go on your business cards right now. <laughs> we'll be back after this announcement. <laughs> I love watching uh, television through your eyes and ears. I, I sit beside you sometime on the sofa, and, uh, and it's like, what are you watching? Do you ever hear me say that to you? What are you watching? And you try to explain it. Well, you know, it's called reality TV. What? <laughs> reality TV. Uh, okay. 
Anyway, what I would put on the business card for each and every one of you is mediator. Really? Would you write it and not comment? Would you kiss my butt? Oh, mediator. 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 Now, let me explain, please, please. I look at what you're doing right now in your lives, and you're doing a lot of mediating. You know what mediating is when you're trying to arbitrate, trying to keep the peace in the family, and, and you're doing it on huge levels. You're you, the I am here you, is mediating with the human you. The human you that needs to be clothed, fed, sheltered, have a job, pay the bills, do all the rest of that. You're you're mediating. You hear the requests and whining from the human, and you, as a uh, being who really uh, is spending the vast majority of your time in, in school, you're going to Ascension School, you're devoting your full time to that. Your energies, everything else, you're a full-time student right now, and you're mediating this human that's worried about tomorrow. Or the humans, that's what humans do. They worry about tomorrow. They're not here today. They worry about tomorrow. What's going to happen? What if? I don't know if I can. So you're constantly – there's that part of you, the I am here part, that's constantly mediating. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Here's what Adamus said last month. It'll be okay. And the human's like, yeah, I don't trust Adamus. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. We'll read something else then. But I don't trust them either. I trust Adamus more than I trust the others, but I don't trust any of them. It'll be okay. Let's just take one day at a time. Hey, let's do this. Let's breathe a little bit. It'll be okay. Breathing. I hate breathing. It sucks. It never got me anywhere. Let's, uh, let's do something. Let's go out for a walk. I hate walking. My back hurts. Let's. You're mediating your damn babysitter for the human, and it doesn't get <laughs> it doesn't get better. And you kiss mine too. My lips. Uh, I want you to really feel into that for a moment. How much you're mediating that human self for for what end? It's not going to stop that human. It is, is not going to stop its whining and its worrying. It is programmed for worrying about tomorrow. Not living today, but worrying about – and you can read all the self-help books in the world, and you can get all the counseling in the world that you want, and that human – oh, the human loves it when you read self-help books. Oh, it's all about me. It's all about my self-development, my self-help. I'm so wounded. You can, you can go to all the counseling you want, and the human loves that. Oh, yeah, it's about me, and you're spending $175 an hour on me, the human. You're mediating. You're, uh, and mediating, derived from the word medium, derived from the word average, boring, nothing. It's just medium. And that's what you and you, I'm not addressing the human right now, that's what you, the I am. You just like then you end up living medium. I'm not saying ignore the the human. It has its ways. Let it have its way. Let it have its ways. But stop mediate, mediating its ways. Let it be the human. It's actually once you're into the end, it's actually fun 
observing, sometimes even kind of getting into and being the human, worrying about everything and worrying about death and worrying about uh, other people and power and jobs. And let the human do that. It's actually, it really is kind of fun. Now, that'd be a good reality show, uh, you know, the human and I. And, you know, there's this master, they're identical twins kind of, but there's this master, never worries about anything. Everything comes to the master. The master is simply enjoying the sensual nature of life. And then the identical twin, worrying human, obsessed, paranoid, uh, schizophrenic and everything else, on medication, banging its head into the wall, always getting in trouble. So you're mediating the human. Would you stop? It's not doing the human any good. It's not doing you any good. You're actually mediating your spirit, your soul. You've got this perception of the soul, and it's up there, and it's higher, and it's grander, and someday it's going to swoop down. You're mediating it, and you're, you're trying to actually negotiate with your soul to come in. I'll be good. Uh, I'll pretend I'm being really philosophical and uh, amazingly insightful, and uh, I'm going to keep allowing. You know, some of you are starting to treat allowing like uh, shackles, like b- being whipped and everything else. You're, you're turning it into torture. Allowing is just that. It's allowing. Take a deep breath. Get over it. Don't work at it. But you're mediating the return of the soul. You're, you're, you're mediating the coming of your spirit in your life. You're kind of negotiating it. So you've got the whining human over here, and you have the, the soul over here, and you're, you're trying to put it all together. You're trying to negotiate it, keep it balanced. And it's torturous. It's hell, and it's not very effective either. It doesn't work. Is it time for a mediating Marab? Just about. <laughs> I'm not done with me- the, the mediating lineup. You're mediating your families. You're trying to uh, – many of you, a lot of you have let go of that – but you're trying to keep things together with your families and your friends and things at work and a lot of other things in your life. There's, you're mediating, and I, I'm watching. You're trying to you, – you tell me you're trying to hold it together. Now nah, you're just mediating. You are, you've got all these groups, subgroups, sub-aspects, characteristics. Here you are – I am here, you know, the, the I am – here you are trying to hold it together. Where we're going, there's no need to do that unless you just want to have fun being a mediator. Sometimes it feels good you know, about yourself. I'm putting it all together, but it's tiring. It's depleting. Where we're going – I talked a little bit about yesterday in our new Keyhawk 6. We're going to bring it all into the body of consciousness, everything. And then there's going to be no mediation. Uh, There's going to be no you trying to hold it together. You're just going to be you, that's all. And and you'll you'll maybe hear your whining human. You'll hear uh, this part of you that's trying to mediate, bring in your spirit. But let's stop that. It's tiring. Let's stop. Let's take that off your lifestyle card, being the mediator for your family, your kids, your, your in mass consciousness. You're trying to mediate mass consciousness. Mediate meaning keep it balanced, hold it together, make sure that uh, things don't blow up. Edith, question. Uh, Mike. Microphone. 
coming at you? I just thought our soul and spirit were already joined, that we've already done that. In, in, in you, but you're, in, in what way, Edith? Every way. Yeah. We're going to kind of go beyond definition of soul and spirit and all the rest of that. Uh, we're, we're not going to really focus on it. We're going to focus on I am here. Uh, those, those, Edith, let me put it a different way. All those words are going to be meaningless, absolutely meaningless. Yeah. You're going to come to the point where you say, why do I have to talk about a soul or spirit or none of that matters. I am here. None of that matters. Well, that, that makes sense too, but I just wondered why we were talking about it. Oh, I'm describing what I see in so many uh, of Chambra. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, thank you. So let's do that right now. Linda's request. Let's do a mirab of letting go of the mediating. A little music to end part one of our day. Could you feel it when, when I was trying to describe? Could you feel how you're trying to negotiate, mediate? You're trying to keep things balanced, you're, and, and you don't need to. Uh, you know, if things need to fall apart, let them fall apart. Uh, because just as – and we're talking about your upcoming journey, Rosanna um, – you know, just, just let it happen. Let, do the allowing thing, and it all works out. You don't have to, you don't have to worry about that human every day. Crying about oh, what's going to happen tomorrow. So, thank you. Just as you were energy holders, most of you right about the time you came into Crimson Circle, back with Tobias. Most of you came in as the energy holders. At one point, Tobias said, "Nah, nah you don't have to hold the energy for the planet or humanity." Or the whales and the palm trees and the coconuts and the sea fish and all the rest of that. You're not energy holders anymore, he said. You graduated. You're the ones who are going to be the standards, the new design of humanity, the body and the mind and spirit. And now I'm saying, with yourself, as we come to the end of the Walk On series, with yourself, don't take on that role of mediating between your aspects. Don't mediate the human self, or even what you would call your divinity. And don't take on the role of being the mediator the energy balancer for your job, your work, your family, your friends, or, or Chambra, or any of that. And I know some of you even feel a little bit of loss with that. It's like, oh, geez, I, you know, they need me. My human self needs me. My friends need me. Well, I'll tell you right now, actually not. They need you in a different way, not in that way. They need you in a different way. 
They need you for what's deep inside, but it's been covered up because you've been so busy mediating, mediating even your own enlightenment. Isn't that funny? Mediating your enlightenment. It's kind of like negotiating it or managing it. Let's let that go. And I know, I know some of you like that role. You know, it makes you feel kind of important, like you're doing something. I'm, I'm the one holding it together. But you'll learn that you don't need to hold anything together. It's kind of a very old concept. It's an old. I could trace the origins back to Atlantis, where there had to be energy holders. There were literal energy holders, but energy was different back then. I mean, energy. Now you have electricity. Back then, we had a different type of energy, and there were holders. But then you realize, what am I holding on to? What are you personally trying to mediate? Trying to hold together the human part of you, the spirit part of you, the the one that all your friends rely on. I'm, I'm not saying walk out on your friends. Just energetically shift out of that role. It's kinda blocking energy, blocking the flow. It's also blocking uh, potentials. When that human part of you is screaming out, "What's going to happen tomorrow?" Just be the observer, not the mediator. When a human is worried about, let's say, a health issue, stop trying to mediate it or appease. Be the observer. Watch how the human self acts and responds. Watch how really it's been programmed to do so many different things, and it's okay if it does. But you don't need to get you all involved in it. Be the observer, even in this thing with your soul, your spirit. Observe how. Observe how you have thought of it. Observe how a thing called the soul really works. It, it it doesn't need you to mediate anything. You've thought you had to, and the obvious proof is all the spiritual studying. Where's you trying to mediate your enlightenment? You don't have to. Just observe it. Free yourselves, my friends. Free yourselves. It's a great gift you could give yourself, and I know you're going to resist because you're going to say, "Well, I have to hold it together. I have to work at this. I, I have to, you know, keep the forces that oppose me at bay, even if it's." You that are one of the opposing forces. No, you don't. This is where you just allow. 
And I've said before, this is scary stuff and exciting stuff, but you kind of don't have a choice. I mean, you have a choice to stay where you were, but if you're going to walk on, it comes down to the most intimate trust in I am. I am here. Let's take a deep breath and walk on now, beyond being the mediator. Be the I am here. Be the sensual experience. Be the creator. Yourself right now. Let's say, imagine you're sitting at a big conference table, and around the conference table are is your human self and what you have perceived to be your soul self, your spirit. And around the conference table are a lot of your aspects, and there's also your biological self that's sitting there, your biology. And then your brain, big old brain, sitting there on the table. No body, just a brain. Thinking away, how do I get a body? Looking across the table at your biology, I want to go into that body. Give me a body. And there's also your family represented there, your workplace. Mass consciousness is not sitting at the table; it's hovering above the table like a big, ugly storm cloud, and they're all there. And you've been trying to mediate, keep everything balanced, trying to tell the brain to just, just wait. We'll get your body, but just wait. Telling the body, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. You're gonna be fine. We'll think positive thoughts from the brain, and then, then the body will be okay. It'll live a few more years. Well, hey, brain. Positive thoughts over here to the body. I'm healthy. You've been trying to hold it together. And now, if you want to, I'd like you to command all of these aspects, all of these beings, all these parts that you've been meeting. Command them to get the hell out. It's your room. It's your place. You're done taking care of all of them. Command that they leave when they have to. On the brain sitting there, I'm not going to leave. I don't have a body to walk out with. Well, you take the brain, grab it in your hands, and throw it out the door, like a bowling ball. This room is yours now. This room is all yours. It's for you, not for all that chatter going on, not for all the things you've been negotiating. This is your place. And you can make it whatever you want. You can change whatever you want in it. It's your reality, ground zero. Now it's up to you. 
Let's take a good deep breath. No more mediating. Okay. Thank you. Good deep breath as we end segment one. Oh, good. Ah, let's have a deep breath with that. Let's get into segment two. Segment two. Doesn't that feel a little good? Just to oh, it's so tiring to try to keep all the units together. You don't have to. I'll tell you a little secret. You wonder, oh, but I threw them out. What's going to happen now? What happens is they come back integrated, not disintegrated. <laughs> they come back to the whole. They come back to the I am. Uh, but they're they're not going to be whining. They're not going to be pulling at your energy. They're not going to be uh, tearing you apart. You've given them a command. This is mine. I am here. It's that simple. Next, a big deep breath. Thank you. We'll um, talk a little bit then, I'm Rob. But you're welcome to sit here. If it just feels good being closer to a grand ascended master, um, it feels wonderful. Yeah, it feels so. Um, it, you got to talk good about yourself because nobody else is going to. Actually, I have a lot of people talking well about me now, but it only is because I talk well about myself. And you know, it just makes you smile when, when you talk good about yourself. Yeah. I, you know, when you talk bad about yourself, well, just I'm a loser or nothing worse. It doesn't even feel good. Why do people do that? It doesn't. You know, try it once. Oh, I'm just a pathetic, you know, loser. It doesn't even feel good. It doesn't attract the kind of energy that I'd be interested in. But you say, you know, I am a master. And people look at you funny, but, but you know what? Then they start taking your pictures. And pretty soon you're on TV. And pretty soon you're a celebrity. It works. It's called reality basing. I'll get into that later. Next on the list. You've been working hard, unfortunately. You've been working hard on uh, all this rather than just allowing it. But you've been working hard uh, all your life, uh, your spirituality, your humanness, your job and everything else. We've been together for a long time uh, doing a lot of this. And the interesting thing that's happening – I mentioned it in the last show – the interesting thing that is happening – and I've given it um, a title, an Adamus title which I'll reveal in just a moment, and Linda will write down on the board, and she'll know how to spell it without uh, worrying about it. The interesting that thing that happens – you've been working on pieces over here, and pieces over here, and pieces under there, and pieces up here. You've been working on all this. Sometimes it's hard to see the whole picture, because you're, you're having to inch the human forward a little bit. You're having to inch the biology forward. You're having to Struggle to survive and maintain. You try to, you, you know, how you move a little over here and you move a little over there. It's kind of like um, Calder is giving me the bad example of shoveling snow. I don't know where he came up with that, but you know, you, you shovel a little here, you shovel a little there, and pretty soon you kind of, it all gets shoveled. That's what you're in right now. You're in the place where energies have moved here and they've moved there and they moved there. You're at a point now that I call the Directive of Fulfillment. I kind of like that. 
Uh, would you write that? You're in, and it's my own term, uh, the directive of fulfillment. Now that's a good thing. And I talked about it a little bit uh, at our last shout in Munich, that something changed, something shifted. And what it is, meaning that you've done so much damn hard work and you've been – you know what you have? You, you have tenacity. You have – you're stubborn. You weren't going to give up. <laughs> you're really damn stubborn beings. And that's gotten you through. It's not your effort. It's not your hard work. It's your stubbornness that in spite of all the hard work, your stubbornness got you through. It got you to this point. Now what happens in the directive of fulfillment – and I use the word directive because it's like uh, saying it's like a universal law, but you're kind of making it up for the first time. It's a directive. It's going to happen. Directive also meaning direction, movement of something. Uh, it's also a directive like a command. It's like this is going to happen. A directive of fulfillment. You've kind of crossed that line to the point where now, actually, believe it or not, you can glide. Yeah, there's been so much inertia, movement, working, pushing. Suddenly, suddenly there's a gravitational – and I use the word gravity not just like with Earth gravity, but a movement, a suction of energy. Gravity, fulfillment. Good, yeah. Good. I like the way that looks. Uh, we could fancy it up in a nice graphic for our next meeting or for the Shoud uh, recap thing that you do. The direct – it will make it look official, like it came from the court, you know, like a, like a law office, the directive of fulfillment. And then people believe it. You make it look, you know, legal. Oh, gosh, I got a directive. So <laughs> the directive of fulfillment means that there is a gravitational, an energy force that is now in play, undeniable, absolutely uh, in motion, that brings you into fulfillment. Even if you didn't work on anything else anymore, there's enough momentum in everything that you've done, including and especially including your allowing, that all the forces are bringing everything together into completion, fulfillment. You don't have to work at it anymore. Actually, you never did, but you thought you did. You can take a deep breath and watch yourself go into your mastery, your enlightenment. It's pretty phenomenal, pretty amazing. The mind sitting over there would be chattering, saying, yeah, but you have to do something. No, you don't have to do anything. Well, but you have to do – no, you don't have to do anything. If you want to do something, allow. Uh, but there's so much momentum that it's going to happen. That's the really good news. It means it's related to uh, our session, first session. Uh, it means you don't have to work at it. You don't have to mediate it. You don't have to try anymore. You don't have to try to be a better person, a more spiritual person, a more intelligent person, uh, any of that. You have a free pass at this point. Now, there should be screaming in the aisles, but. I, I think that I think that pause uh, I think that pause was disbelief. 
Is he pulling our leg? Oh, I think oh, I know what it was. That pause was. He must be talking about the other people in here. It's not talking about me. It couldn't be that. No, you got a free pass. You put in your time. Unfortunately, you put in too much effort. You endured, and now there is such a uh, gravity, a momentum, taking place. Uh, don't ask me how long it's going to take, because I know that's your next question. Uh, it doesn't. What does it matter? All I'm saying is, you don't have to do anything anymore. You don't have to regulate your thoughts, monitor your, whether your emotions are good. You don't have to balance and check your energies or anything like that. You don't have to do that anymore. The inertia does it. So try this. Rather than trying to resist that natural inertia into enlightenment, rather than trying to fight against it or wonder, is it real? Does it, is it really going to happen? Is Adama's just telling us, just take a deep breath and go with the flow? It's kind of like hop into the canoe and let the current take you this time, rather than trying to build the river, fill it with water, and then fight uphill against it, upstream against it. Well, that's what you've been doing. I've got to dig the ditch, I've got to fill it with water, make it flow, and then paddle upstream. Uh, no, hop in the canoe and let's glide with it from now on. When you're gliding, uh, let's do some music at this point, a little Murabi kind of music. But this is like taking a ride in a canoe, or if you don't like canoes, a rowboat, but with no oars. You don't have to – no oars. Taking a ride down your river of life uh, with – not down – with your river of life. And that's a kind of floating along on a – sunny afternoon, not having to do anything other than just relax. Wouldn't that be nice? You kick back, uh, and it's a padded canoe you know, or, or boat. You know, a lot of times I've seen boats, and they're kind of hard seats, uh, and they're, they're rather austere. But you've created this really magnificent, beautiful boat. It's, it's cushioned. And there's no motor on it. There's no oars, because you don't need them. And you don't even need a little fan to keep you cool, because the breeze from your journey is going to do that. And Oh, there's a little mini bar there. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and there's nobody else around, so you could be naked. And, and, yeah. And there's no flies around. Well, there are, but they're not going to bother you. Nor mosquitoes, because with no clothes on, you, you know, don't want to have to worry about mosquitoes. So this is, this is now your time. It's a beautiful time, and it's a little weird. Just hop in, hop in. It's very soft, plush. And uh, oh, by the way, there's some snacks there uh, too, so to enjoy the journey. Now you hop in and you start just floating down the river, and you realize that river represents the momentum, the flow that you've created. It's going right to enlightenment. Now you get to sit in your cushioned boat, and you get to actually, for once in your life, 
enjoy the ride. You get to watch the scenery, the birds, the trees. And there's no hurry, by the way. That's where I say you're wondering, okay, now with the directive of fulfillment, oh, how many days? You know, you're in this nice boat, gliding gracefully in the river. And, and by the way, there's music on the boat too. It's Johan, of course, uh, music. Yeah. And playing nice little sunny afternoon on the river and nobody else around. And you actually get to enjoy the scenery, nature. Look, there's a mama bear and a baby bear playing in the water over in the banks there. There's birds flying everywhere. There's a turtle or two in the water. There's some deer running in the field. You know, you never really took the time to enjoy that. You're just so busy, working so hard, studying, efforting, powering. You know, this boat doesn't need any power whatsoever. It's not a natural current of energy. And you get to put your hands in the water and really feel it. You're always paddling against it, but now you put your hand in the cool water and have that sensual experience and splash a little water over your naked body and smile for once. And you know without a shadow of a doubt that this boat, your I am boat, is going to take you to enlightenment. You don't even worry about it. You, you don't worry if you have enough food or drink or you don't worry about getting sunburned on your naked body, any of that. Now it's just the time to enjoy. And you feel a little guilty, like, oh, shouldn't I be doing something? No. You did it already. You put in your time, your effort. You put in all the fears and the hard days. No, now is the time to ride. You put your hand in the water and it feels so good. And all of a sudden, your hand feels kind of, oh, it's kind of scraping against the bottom. Uh, you pull your hand out quickly. Uh, you look in your hand and there's gold coins. There's gold coins. You just put your hand in your water. In other words, the abundance is there too. Everything you need is there because you've done so much. You've created a gravity, an energy movement that now cannot be undone. It cannot be undone. I call it the directive of fulfillment, like an official order. It's also kind of now, I guess, 
or it could be your own personal universal law. It's just going to happen. I don't care what forces try to interfere. It's not going to happen. Not going to work. If there's external forces, other people, mass consciousness, Palladians. <laughs> I don't like Palladians. It's not going to happen. There's too much inertia, gravity. This ride is for you to enjoy now. I've said it a few times before, but I'll remind you now. It's going to be the best time of your life. I know there's an eagerness for enlightenment and all the rest of that, but this is the best time. You're fresh out of、uh, humanness into transhumanism, but you still have all those fresh reminders and experiences. You're still biology. You still have a certain <laughs> beautiful innocence about you. This is the best time now. Best of all, so I ask you to enjoy it. We'll make up a nice graphic or something for our next meeting or whatever. I, I like to call it this: the directive of fulfillment. Officially decreed, not something that comes just from the mind, but this is real. It's going to happen. So, just allow, just allow, and enjoy. Let's take a good deep breath together. Feel good so far?、Yeah. Good, 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 good. Okay,、uh, part three. Part three. Where to start? Ah, let's start simple. What's reality? What's reality? Well, it's what you perceive. That that simple.、Uh, philosophers have philosophized about it. Authors have written about it. Teachers have taught about it, and counselors have counseled about it. But what is reality? That's what you perceive. That's it. Reality has、uh, become this word. People talk about reality that,、um, like, it's set in place in concrete and stone. Well, some of it is, but it doesn't mean that it's not movable. It's not changeable. Now, humans have been trying for as long as I ever knew. After I escaped from my giant crystal prison, humans have been trying to alter reality ever since. I've watched over eons of time as they've changed.、Uh, they've tried to change reality, but、uh, in oh so little steps, with oh so little success, with a lot of frustration. 
They've tried to change the nature of reality. But the problem is quite simple. The problem is that, A, they believe the reality. They believe this is real. They're trying to change it from within their beliefs, and it doesn't budge very far. As a matter of fact, there's a tendency for reality to contract or, or to become even more solidified when one really buys into the fact that this is reality. This is not. This is perception. That's all it is. That's all this is, is perception. I've talked a lot, particularly in the last few years, about the human senses and, and the mind and how everything is brought in through these senses and then believed as reality. In order for one to truly um, go beyond uh, this reality, uh, in, one, in order for one to truly change the natures of realities, both being plural, natures of reality, one must be willing to go out and beyond, but one must be willing to also perceive with a whole different set of senses, not of the human senses, but of uh, what you would call your I am senses. I've talked about this in great length because it's so, uh, so important to understand. This is just a way of perceiving. Uh, scientists even are understanding that matter is not matter, or matter doesn't matter. Uh, they're beginning to realize that although you perceive the floor as being solid uh, and you perceive the person next to you uh, being flesh and bones, it's actually not. It's actually, actually, if you bear with me a moment, but uh, through your eyes, what you're perceiving right now is vastly nothing. Vastly nothing. What you see with your eyes, you assume to be um, a body, uh, hair, uh, the floor, the ceiling, everything else. Actually, what's there is almost nothing but empty space. Isn't that amazing? But the eyes would have you – the eyes are actually doing a nice job of telling your mind that the room is filled with people, or if you're watching it online, that you're watching a computer. You're not. You're watching empty space, for the most part. There are some – would say there are particles. Um, I say even that's not true. There are – there is um, there is plasma. Uh, what you're really sensing in reality is the movement of plasma. That's it. Kind of unromantic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, tonight you hug somebody in bed and it's like, oh, you're just hugging plasma, you know. It's like, and, and the plasma is, is also creating a gravity or creating an effect that. Uh, is of time and space, so you think that something is happening, uh, you know, as you're hugging that person in bed, and you think that the day is passing, and pretty soon you're going to be asleep. Nah, you're just in this immersed in plasma that's moving through you. But you've been brilliant enough, absolutely brilliant enough, to say, let's make it a little bit more exciting. Let's, let's turn plasma, let's turn the movement of time and space into defined 
experience and reality. Because just swimming around in a bunch of plasma is not a lot of fun. You know, actually, some days it's probably more fun than the human life. But look what you've done. You've created this out of plasma, uh, which is responding to consciousness, which is, which is really you. You've created all this, and you can also uncreate it, or you can create something totally different. And it's not that hard to do. Creating reality – and I'm not trying to talk about the kind of what we've seen in the past, people trying to change the world. Stop doing that. Uh, create realities for yourself. Now, in creating whatever reality it is that you choose, it's going to require getting out of the zoo, going beyond your mind, not worrying about the important point here is you're doing it for yourself. Stop trying to change the world. That is counter, energetically counterproductive. The moment – a lot of you have been do-gooders in the past uh, – and the moment you're trying to change the world, which I know it's kind of compelling, you know, you, you want to make everything good and pretty, but it doesn't necessarily want to be good and pretty. It doesn't – the world doesn't necessarily want to be defined by your terms. So you go out and try to change the world and think you're doing good, feel really proud and self-righteous and everything else about being a do-gooder. What happens is the natural response of energy will try to then change you. It will come back on you. It will confine you more. It will screw you up, mess you up more. You're trying to change uh, somebody else's natural order or perception. You're acting outside of uh, the compassion, then it's going to do the same thing to you. So stop trying to change the world. Allow yourself to change your own realities. In order to do so, understand that this isn't reality anyway. This is plasma. <laughs> and, and we talked about it at some length in Bonn. Uh, but this is just a way of perceiving the movement of, you could say, forces, energy. So a lot of you are like, i got to get out of here. There's, there's something more. I, I've got to change reality. And you can, at any moment, by – well, it's as simple as allowing it. The tricky part is, again, saying, I'm not going to try to change everything out there. I'm not going to try to change bad traffic or rude humans or anything like that. And that's where some of you have run into problems. It's like, well, I just, um, uh, you know, I just want all that to change for me. No. In order to change reality, it's about doing it for you. And then it's just about letting yourself really um, imagine, dream, or we should say feel into the other realms. And the other realms don't even exist until you get there. Don't think of the other realms as something predefined, as you know, there's already um, these heavens. Uh, there's already all everything else is defined out there. Because that's a that's a it's a trap. It's really just uh, more of this reality. When you get into that, like 
You think that's why I'm adamantly opposed to when people get into the fifth dimension and the sixth and everything else, because they're buying into just um, a little bit more polished human reality. And they don't really understand, and there's not those dimensions. There's nothing until you're there, and then a new reality starts to take form. A new reality is birthed, not one that you're going to bring everybody else into. Uh, don't even worry about that right now, but one that you can birth on your own. What does that mean? It means you know that there's so much more than this, and there is, but the place to start is birthing your own new realities by being there. I am here. And you can be multiple places, of course. You can be, I am here. You can be having a conversation with another master, and in the meantime, birthing a new reality for yourself. It's going to liberate you to understand that you're not stuck here. It's going to free you to realize the beauty of putting consciousness into what's now nothing and birthing something and then watching it evolve. Not in human terms, not in the old human ways, but watching it evolve in a way that is, is not linked or not set into this reality. Let's take a, a good deep breath here for a moment. feel a lot of going mental. There is a lot more than this, a lot more. And as we go into our Transhuman series, we're going to be literally experiencing your other realms, not other dimensions that belong to somebody else or anything. And then from that experience, you'll understand really how you got here and how easy it is to go beyond. So instead of talking about it, let's have some music and experience it. Reality. What is it? What is it? Well, it's your presence. It's your I am here. Reality is a way of perceiving, sensing. Reality is kind of a temporary journey, little experience. Actually, it doesn't even have to have purpose. I know humans really like to have purpose, then they feel justified in getting stuck. You don't need purpose in your in this reality or in any other reality. I mentioned recently that it's sad to see that humans now don't go out beyond in their dream state. It used to be that they would go out there and get into the crystalline realms, the creative realms, the no realms. And I watch it now and they don't. They stay close to home when they go to sleep at night. They stay in humanness, even if they're uh, not physically present, but they're present in every other way. They stay immersed in their problems, and they stay immersed in mass consciousness. They don't go out anymore. 
kind of like, you know, kids these days, I hear you saying all the time, kids these days, they stay inside and play video games. Well, humans, they stay within the boundaries of mass consciousness and don't venture off. One of the things that I'd like you to do right now is to feel into going into these other realms in your dream state, passing beyond the confines of mass consciousness, limitation, humanness, really giving yourself that deep permission now, starting tonight, starting now, to go beyond those realms. In a way, they're comforting. They're, they're, those realms are, you're familiar with them. But it's time to go out and beyond. It's time to be creators once again. You go into nothingness. Your body is sleeping, your mind is somewhat quieted, and now the I am here. I am present can go out into nothingness. Where is nothingness? It's nowhere. <laughs> but you go out into where there is nothing, let alone maybe some plasma, some energy, but just it's even in a state of nothing within nothingness, just waiting for you. Then your presence starts a birthing. It's not confined to time nor space. Your presence starts a movement of energy, even without having to define what you want it to become. It actually just happens when you're present in nothingness, meaning freedom. Energy start moving. The, the human would have had to start defining, shaping, building, uh, perceiving uh, the energies. But when you're out here in, in nothingness and you're birthing creativity, you don't have to define. You don't have to determine the size and the shape and the colors. You don't have to do any of that. You're just there, your presence. This is pure creation. This is effortless creation. And this is how reality comes to be. Now, 
I'd like you to observe for a moment, not thinking. I'd like you to observe, perceive uh, in a way you may not be used to, but perceive now as a new reality is birthed of you. I use the word of very deliberately. Be the observer now, see, to perceive what happens.
easy reality is. <laughs> so now let's bring together all three parts of our day into one final mirab. We talked first about letting go of being the mediator, having to be that negotiator between the human and the soul and aspects and outside forces, other people, to free you to simply be you. No more mediating between those different uh, parties. No more expending your energy on it. Free yourself. Be clear of all of that. And then to understand that there is this directive of fulfillment. In other words, because of all that you've done, all your work, you could say, all, all of your, your determination, the flow into fulfillment, into enlightenment, it's already there. So hop on board, float down that river with ease, knowing that you're going to get there. And finally, now, into reality. What is reality? It's simply perception of movements of energy and plasma. So therefore, you can be in any reality you want. Don't try to change this reality for other people. You can change your perception of this reality for yourself. Don't try to change it for other people. But now allow yourself any reality you choose. Allow yourself to go into nothing and birth a reality. You're creators. That's, that's perhaps one of the truest, only true statement about you, is you're a creator. Now let's get back to that. Let's bring all of this together in our closing mirab. Joe. How do they do it? How do Enat and Gerhard bring it together? In the moment, <laughs> intuitively, with music. In the moment. In the moment. In a moment, she says. <laughs> no, in the moment. <laughs> now let's take a good deep breath in our closing moments of the Walk-On series. What a year it's been. And it's called the Walk-On series because it's walking on from limitation, walking on from uh, trying to, so hard to make yourself fit into the world. The world's still there, but you can walk on. You don't have to try to make it work, try to fit in walking on from a lot of old things that you knew weren't really serving you, but you kept hanging on to. Walking on from just being human, from a very dated ancient biology or biological template, walking on from the mind, from the mind being the kind of the supreme thing, the supreme being, the controlling force in your life, it's not. Walking on from fears, 
walking on from your own macchio. Walking on from really old belief systems that don't serve you anymore. Walking into the bright light of the I am. Let's take a good deep breath. Letting go, I guess you'd call it. Dropping things that just didn't serve you anymore. We'll be back next month for the beginning of our new series. You'll have your directive of fulfillment. Have some fun with that. But for now, dear Shambra, it's time for me to walk on. Time for me to bring this series to a close and start preparing for our next year together. It's always such an honor, such a privilege to serve you. Breath together. And always remember that all is well in all of creation. And now I walk on. Thank you. We'll see you next month. Thank you. So, with that, Adamas gives us this closing to the Walk On series and a look at the potential going forward. I invite each of us to take the good deep breath and feel all that we are and the beauty of this moment. Thank you to Jeffrey Hoppe for having the willingness to channel Adama Saint-Germain. Thank you to Yoham for supporting us with their beautiful marabs and their beautiful work. Whether you were listening on the Crimson Circle or BTR or watching on Crimson Circle, we'll see you next month. And thank you, everyone. Thank you to our live audience. Again, all of you, all over the world, we know there are so many of you listening. Be with us. We love you. And we'll close out with some beautiful Johan music. So thank you.
up our hands with it. Voices a little bit more. Thank you. 